The difference between rules and guidelines. Rules are undesirable behaviors, right? With uh, uh, with some consequences, where guidelines are expected behaviors with no set consequences. It is best to have a very few rules and a lot of guidelines, right? When you have some guidelines, be good, be, uh, respect uh, 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 your friends, uh, uh, hands to yourself, like specific guidelines for, to remind them about what behaviors you're expecting, that plays a big part, and then just want them to understand. Right? And when you do have consequences, be realistic for both the student and the teacher. You want to make sure there's something that's realistic. Right? You could say, if, you're not, if you guys don't be good, you guys are going to stay after school for uh, uh, three straight days. Do you seriously as a teacher want to sit for three straight days with them? Like, they, kids are going to like, well, I know she doesn't want to sit with us for three straight days. So you, you got to make sure that if you're going to give them a consequence, something that you're going to follow up. If you don't have a dean and they're not going to, and you can't send them somewhere, and then you're the one who have to stay in with them for recess, then you got to make sure is that something that you want to do. So you want to make sure a consequence that you could do. Just like if you're a parent right now, if you're going to be like, if you don't do this, I'm going to take away your iPad for three days. Are you really going to take the iPad away for three days? If you say, "Hey, I'm going to take it for four hour, uh, four, three, four days," or if you don't, uh, if you guys don't be good, hey, we might have to, uh, uh, you're going to have detention for 15 minutes after school then that becomes realistic. Or I'm gonna to have to speak to your parents, and then you don't call the parents, but if you're gonna go ahead and call the parents, right? I don't like taking away recess, it's not one of the greatest forms of, uh, I think, punishments, but I really, especially if a kid already has energy, that you want them to have their recess, but if you're gonna say I'm gonna follow up with the parents, uh, or, or with the dean, or the principal, then you need to follow up, especially if you warn them once and twice, then kids know that person means business. Just like, as you know, when we were young kids, we always knew which parent, was the tougher one, right? You know which one you could kind of buy, you know, kind of get more leeway, and then the other one, like, well, when this parent says this, there's no room, right? You know, for error. If if they mean when they say something, they mean it, kind of thing, right? With the consequence, be natural, sting, not do great bodily or psychological harm, right? It should not be giving no physical uh, 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 abuse here, right? Hopefully, making it more comfortable for the student to choose the responsible behavior. So the kids need to have consequences, but it needs to make sure it's there. It is not the severity of the consequence, but it's the consistency that causes behavioral change. Following up, following up, being consistent with that consequence, then you're going to see change. Say what you mean, mean what you say, and do what you said you would do. Again, say what you mean, mean what you say, and do what you said you would do is going to go a long way, right? And then one of the things about rules and guidelines need to be taught, not assumed. Explanation, you need to explain what the rule is. You might need to check for understanding of the rule. Do you understand that? And sometimes you need to practice. If that means in the hallway, this is how it has that. When you've ha had in the paper, this is how I want it to be done. Uh, when you're sitting down or when you're asking a question, this is what we want you to do. When you have to go to the bathroom, this is the way you're gonna do it. Until you don't just exp uh, talk about it by just writing it on the board, you're explaining it for understanding, you're showing them by practice, then it will go a long way, right? And then sometimes as a school, you might wanna have like a disciplinary team to see what other teachers have done to help out with the student that might be there. Maybe you might not be the only one to help figure out this one child. So speaking to your administration, fellow colleagues, previous teachers who have taught them, counselors will go a big thing, right? Review with, with students sometimes, you know, again, the consequences, but also talking to the students about the concerns that you have. Reevaluate the rules. If you feel like these, why are these rules being too strict? Are they too loose? You have to always look back and sometimes kids, generation changes, behavior changes. 
And as some that might be doing early, early childhood is different from elementary, elementary to middle school. What something was in third grade might not be the same for fifth grade. In sixth grade, it might be different from ninth graders. Same thing. So as educators, you got to look at your rules and you got to change them. And sometimes that same third grader, three years from now, that same third grade class might be different in their personalities and what's out there to from the social media to their behavior to what's popular. And so that's kind of keep you got to keep that in mind. Checks and balances is very important. And then firm, but be just.